Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? How's your life treating you? I know that wherever you are, there's probably something going down. You know, uh, we've got the national display of bizarreness going on with, you know, Trump getting impeached again, which he should be. He should be arrested. I'm not sure what's going on. Other than the fact that one of the toughest things about being an American right now is people aren't even agreeing on what's wrong anymore. Now, you know, without any question, if anybody other than the Republican Party had done this, the Republicans would be wanting everybody gone. Without question. If it had been Black Lives Matter, lock them up, shoot them on sight. If it had been the women with the vagina hats, remember them when Trump got arrested? Uh, String them up, you know. Uh, If it had been anybody but Republicans, they would have been more than happy to put everybody under the jail, uh, arrest the president, all of this kind of stuff. So the fact that we can't even agree. So the fact that we can't agree on anything based off of our political belief system proves to me that they have been indoctrinated and are in a cult. And then when you look at some of the people who so you've got a lot of people now who figured out, well, I uh, don't have any other career prospects, so I'm going to be a politician. Um, You know, you've got this Lauren Boebert person. Uh, apparently, you know, she's just bad news. Bad news has not been a good citizen and somehow has risen in the ranks. And, uh, is some sort of, I think she's a Senator from either Colorado or Arizona. I can't remember what state, one of those. And she just lies all the time. There's lies. She refused to get her bag searched. Uh, she's, is she a Senator or a representative? You know, I don't really do the details. I just read the stuff and I'm like, wait, what? Because she refused to have her bag searched, claimed she had a gun permit from the D.C. police. D.C. police were like, nah, you don't got no gun permit from us. But they let her on the floor anyway. And she was the one who who let the insurrectionists know where Nancy Pelosi was. To what, murder or kidnap or torture her? How is that not? I mean... They're coming for her. And all of this will be exponentially easier when the president isn't aiding and abetting all the criminals, you know. But this has just been I the fact that people can't agree that this is egregious and and a, and a, a direct attack to our freedom. The, the thing that makes America America, the fact that you've got a good chunk of people just because they vote Republican, that they don't see anything wrong with this. I would be ashamed. I have friends that used to, that used to be Republican. I used to be friends with Republicans. I'm still friends with those people. They're just not Republicans anymore. You know, it's just it's just I don't understand it. Um, this is basically the cult of personality. It's the the cult, the indoctrination of that whole party. It got co-opted and corrupted as people got more desperate. And like I said, you know, you got all these people who have these fringe extreme beliefs and they're like, you know what? I need a job. Let me go and get in this politics. And and it's so easy to be corrupt as a politician. You know, all that gun lobby money, 
people uh, buy your vote. They buy your vote. And so now you've got all these Republicans who are afraid to um, vote yes uh, yesterday with the impeachment because their lives had been threatened. Well, this is what you signed up for. You signed up to serve. You signed up to do what was best for the people. And I know it's like when people say, well, I don't want my son or daughter to go in the military because I don't want them, you know, to die. But it's like that's what they signed up for. If if it's if they're called up, if we're in war, they have to go. You know, you you like that they have something to do. You like that they have a career. You like how they look in their uniform, you know, but you don't want them to die. I mean, that's just part of it. So it's part of what you signed up for is to serve and to not be spineless losers. And, you know, I just have so little respect for politicians right now. It's really uh, it's fascinating to me. I mean, stop being a coward. This is your job, you know, and I know that, you know, you don't want your family threatened and all that stuff, but this is what you signed up for. It'd be different. And I know you, but, and I know you never expected your life to be threatened, but haven't you been paying attention to this brand of crazy that's been in office that was building long before he got into office? I don't, I really don't understand that. And listen, I don't believe that we're ever going to all stand arm in arm and live next door to each other, smiling, grinning. There, there are people you want to be near and people you don't. And you can base that off of whatever you base it off of. And I'm fine with that. If you don't want to have a black neighbor and you don't want me to be your neighbor, I don't want to be your neighbor. That's good. I'm fine with that. Just let me know. Just don't do that sneaky where, you know, you smile in my face and then motherfuck me behind my back. I don't like that. Just be honest, you know. Um, yeah, this is just a crazy, crazy time. I I feel like it's okay for us as a nation. It's We're never going to be in complete lockstep. We don't all agree on anything. But we do need to agree what what's a crime and what's not. We do need to be able to agree that, it, you know, when someone's trying to overthrow our government, no matter what they claim to vote politically, I don't even think these people vote, really. They seem like anarchists. Um, and I think he has energized a very dangerous, I mean, he's energized hate groups. And he's turned the Republican Party into the biggest hate group because these fringe people. And now they're even trying to, like, break away from, from that. Um, these people are super extreme and he brought them from the shadows and the fringe you know right to the forefront and the fact that half that party doesn't even want to hold Trump accountable is ridiculous I just don't know what he's got on these people but um yeah just take them all lock them all up goodbye Trump all the Trumps you know they're into something that you know they are It's just been wildly interesting. And as a writer, you can't make it up. But I make stuff up all the time, y'all. So anyway, uh, that's my feeling on that. I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. The more you read about how violent and scary this actually was, you know, um, yeah. It's just, it's really, really interesting. And I am very frustrated that people are aren't even agreeing what's wrong anymore. 
It only matters who's doing it. It's only wrong if black people do it. Basically, it's only wrong if if you don't agree with me and you do it. And now that's like uh, you see this bias all in the media. You see it in the and they think there's a there is a left leaning bias. But there's also this inability by certain members of the media to report on things. And if you don't see what I'm saying, think, look at your local media and just make it your point to to read a newspaper in your city, uh, watch a news broadcast or even better, go to their website and look at the news they report on and do a comparison between, I don't know, two or three news news websites and your local paper and see if they all are reporting on the same thing. Because there's a chance that they're not. There's a chance that there's... And then go to an alternative paper. Like here is Riverfront Times and D.C. was City Paper. Go and look at the crimes and stuff they're reporting on, on their website. No, some If you only follow one source, there are things that you are really missing. And that's still only a quarter of it. Because there are things that people don't even report on. Because they need clicks and likes. Or you can have a situation like here where so many people in the news media... I think used to be employed by the same person or group of persons. And so out of loyalty to their friends or whatever, they just don't report certain things. Like, how is that right? I mean, integrity is just under assault. Integrity, character, honor. You know, I've seen people bold face lie and not just, you know, your seven year old nephew who stole candy or something. I'm talking about grown people doing really grown up jobs, just lying because they either don't want to tell the truth or don't know how to tell the truth. I That's a what a distinction without a difference to me. But whatever. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen people just lie. Or make stuff up and no one calls them on it. It's just like not just America and the foundation and the idea of America is under attack. It's character and, um, you know, gosh, integrity, like these things that people used to aspire to be all the time, you know. I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. That's not how I am. Um, and I'm going to guess you're not like that because you listen to this podcast. Something is drawing you to my brand of, uh, you know, moderate logic, you know? So I don't, I don't know. We're, but I know we're not going to get to better days until we can all agree what's wrong and what's right. And I'm going to just throw this out there, trying to overthrow the government and murder and kill senators and uh, people, you know, in office. Uh, That's wrong. And it's a federal crime and you should be dealt with. And then you've got these these mothers, uh, the, the mother of the horn guy. She's, you know, making excuses for him. He needs his organic food. And I didn't even bother to listen, but apparently she seemed to justify his uh, storming of the Capitol. And it's like, you know, come on, all these enablers, you know, it's just like there's this age group that really pisses me off. And I think 
the way it mostly works is boomer parents of millennials. You know, these millennial, like the millennial athlete. So you got James Harden, who basically has sat around because he wanted to be traded from the Houston Rockets, basically pounded hamburgers or something for the whole time they were off. Comes to camp completely out of shape, not at all interested in playing, and somehow he's the victim. When you hear all the things they've done to try to keep this man happy in this city, on this team, and then for him to show up, you know, obviously out of shape, going to the strip club, breaking all the uh, COVID rules, you know, and now, and then he talks like he's the victim in all of it. And it's like, dude, you make millions of dollars for throwing a ball into a net. And do you know how, how much regular people wish they could show out at their job like that? How the guy who just is an accountant, who hates his job, who makes, I don't know, $60,000 a year, wishes he could just be like, you know what, I don't feel like doing this kind of work no more. Uh, you, you all aren't accommodating me. You know, it's like people are completely out of fucking touch. What do you do? So you get to demand, you get to demand and be ridiculous and be out of shape and still get paid. I mean, no one's going into his pockets to take away the millions of dollars he's already made, you know, and then he gets rewarded with, with this bad behavior. He gets rewarded for the bad behavior by getting traded to Brooklyn. You know what I mean? And it's like, I mean, I don't know about Kyrie Irving. There's another one. He seems to be, you know, they got pictures of him showing up at places without masks and partying when he should be at the game. It's like, what is this? How does this happen? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand the millennial athlete. And I have a ton of millennial friends. They hate being called that, but they are millennials. And, I mean, I am the millennial whisperer. That age group loves me. And I'm really close to my nephew, so he's a really good, I mean, he's born in 1984. He is a very good target uh, of that demo for me. And I don't know, the last guy I dated was a millennial. I I don't mind that age group, but, I, but the ones that are spoiled and awful and they're enabling as parents, you know, so I'm going to guess old Hornhead from the revolution or whatever he called himself the one. I'm guessing he, by the look of him, he's probably in that age group, you know, and stop enabling this bad behavior. And James Harden is embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I've never listened. This version of the NBA is not what I like. I do not like that sitting outside and launching threes. Nobody plays any defense. I grew up in a whole different era. When I started watching basketball, it was, uh, you know, Rick Mahorn and, Bill Lambeer and, um, you know, you just had to earn your points in the paint. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the skyhook, you know, you played inside out. And now it's just you launch these threes and you may or may not play defense. And I don't like this brand of basketball. After LeBron left Cleveland, I don't think I've sat through a whole game since. What was that, four years ago, three or four years? I don't know. I'm just not interested in this. Um, and I don't like this kind of attitude. What are you doing? You are blessed to do something and that is called a game. You get to play a game for a living. 
and you make a lot of money doing it and it'd be this disingenuous and this disrespectful and this ungrateful is awful. And I don't know this young man. I'm not interested in getting to know them. I, I don't like these kind of outbursts and this weird behavior is so entitled. And, you know, when people start talking about white privilege, don't leave whatever this shit is out. This entitlement thing where you can just stomp your foot and, you know, you've made millions of dollars. So you feel like you you're special in some kind of way and you could just talk shit. I just don't get it. And, uh, you know, if I had a kid and they were trying to emulate some old nonsense behavior like this, I would be furious with them. You know, I'm telling you, we are we have dropped the ball and I don't see why they should be spared any less criticism just because they're black. Grow up, grow up and recognize that there are people out here starving struggling scraping by especially during a pandemic and you all out here acting like money literally just grows on trees and you can do whatever you want you know one guy i'm grown i don't have to you know play in no bubble i can just and like stephen a smith said and i rarely agree with him but like he said if you don't want to play with the rules of where you work then that then tell tell the nba that you won't that you'll sit out without pay Stop cashing your check. You know what I mean? Like, the, the t- super entitled. And you, you don't hear that shit coming from NFL players either. You know why? Their contracts aren't guaranteed. That's why. And I'm usually opposed to that because I feel like the NFL exploits their players quite a bit. Um, but now I see why. You know, because it's about the shield. It's not about... It's not about an individual accolade. And in that way, the NFL gets really, really right. Maybe that's the problem. You know, spoiled, crazy people who tell lies nonstop are trying to run everything. In fact, they are running everything. And maybe once we stop that, we'll get back to being, you know, the best country in the world. Because right now we're out here looking nuts. Everybody's looking nuts. You know? James Harden, Donald Trump, the whole Trump clan. How about this for a new name? And I'm just working this out. The coup, the, well, there's the Ku Klux Klan, but <laughs> if you change the spelling on all that, the C-O-U-P-C-L-U-C-K-S clan. I'm still working on it. <laughs> Oh, man, please be safe. Please be careful. Thank you so much for listening and be your best.